everyone. Thanks for coming back to listen to another episode of the Weld.com podcast. I know this is something newer that we've been doing over the past few months, and we really appreciate you supporting the podcast and Weld.com as a community. If you haven't yet, I do want to point out that you can head over to our website, Weld.com, and you can sign up to be a member. On there, you can interact in different forums and groups, and you can ask questions as well. And then also, we do have the membership section of our YouTube channel. If you held, if you go over to weld.com on YouTube, you can go to membership, and there are different member perks if you sign up to be a member. And a lot of people ask me how they can get slap packs. One benefit of becoming a member is that you get a packet from us after the first month, and in that packet, you will find a slap pack. So who I have with me today is Paul Sobleski. You have seen him in many of our videos since about March, and you have also seen an interview with Paul where he talked about his background and you know how he got started in the industry. The purpose of the podcast today is to not really go into that so much. What we want to talk to you guys about is more of a behind-the-scenes look about what happens at Weld.com. So Paul's going to first talk about his role at, at Weld.com. So not only is he one of our co-hosts, but he also is a Weld tech. So Paul, thanks for coming on the podcast. Why don't you go ahead and share with them like some of the things that you do on the daily basis? Great. Thanks for inviting me. Um, my, my job's really challenging. It's fun and it's challenging at the same time because this is uh, something I've never done before as far as behind the camera scenes and, you know, how long it takes to really to shoot a short little video, you know, you, we probably spend, you know, numerous hours just to shoot a 10 minute video. And it's, it's, there's a lot of challenges there. You know, there's a lot of camera angles, a, a lot of sentences that you have to remember uh, just, you know, detail and just, it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of getting used to that I haven't never done in my life. So, that's a, it's a good challenge for me. I like it. It's something different to do, um, you know, to make a living, of course. And it's, it's fun, you know, at the same time, you know, and, and I've met a lot of good people with a lot of different kind of welding talent that I've learned from, um, which is fun. And, you know, everybody's kind of different personality that you kind of, you know, mesh with them a little bit and gel because everybody's kind of got the same, you know, welding ideas or not just ideas but just a, a welding the background of just welding you know mm -hmm. and just different varieties of it you know the artists the different metals that different guys you know they uh they specialize in and it's 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 just really it's really neat you know I'm having fun there so what were you doing before you started as um the co-host for weld.com, you were already there in the lab. So you were helping to like get stuff ready and set up videos and stuff. What, what else were you doing before you stepped into that role? Before I started filming, basically I was, when I got to the lab, it was kind of a mess and had to be reorganized and kind of pick up the broken pieces from the past and, and try to put the things together and, and make them gel to make them work together. And, I never thought I was going to really be a host, but, um, you know, Steve Fife gave me the opportunity 
to, um, you know, hired, he hired me as the lab tech, but he wanted me to step in and, and you know, since my welding background and everything wanted me mm-hmm. to be a co-host. So I stepped in there and tried it and it seems like I'm getting better. You know, at first I was kind of, because I'm not a, I wasn't never really a big explanation kind of person, you know, dig deep into explaining everything to the T, which I'm getting better at yeah, and I understand sure. why. Yeah. You definitely um, are. And that's a benefit of having all the different instructors and advisors. And, you know, we brought them all on board so that you can bounce ideas off of them. And then, um, like, just like more of a team atmosphere is like what I feel like we have now. So in the lab, let's kind of give everybody like an idea about how many like different welders you have there. Cause whenever I was in there, I was like, Oh my God, like how many different, not only different brands, but just all the different welders. And remember you had them all lined up the one day and I said, what are you doing? And you were like, well, you have to start them all up like every once in a while to make sure that they still still work. (laughs) (laughs) So we have, as you know, and you're the person that is um, big on getting us different sponsors and everything, which you do a great job doing. So we have, I mean, we've got numerous machines. We've probably got, I, I, I lost count, probably 20, 25 machines, you know, between the Lincolns, the Millers, the Everlast, the Esobs, and and just trying to learn all of the machines is um, is a challenge, and it's fun because I never really got to sit down and look at any of the the instruction books when I'm when I, when I was working out in the field or doing any inspection work, you know, cause it didn't consist of it. So it's, it's fun trying to learn all the different machines and, and all the features that it has and, and the pulse, you know, just all, just like I'm saying the pulse features it has and just, you know, different processes of, of welding with the machines and different features that it has and learning them and what it really does to enhance the weld or to make the weld worse. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you have a lot of variables there with a lot of adjustment. So, it's, it's challenging. This week's featured partner is Lincoln Electric. Their PowerMig 140 MP welder is designed for home projects, repair, sheet metal auto body work, farm, and small shop welding. This multi-process unit is lightweight, portable, connects to the standard 120-volt household outlet, and it's an excellent choice for MIG, DC TIG, stick, and flux cord welding. What we love about the machine is it has two knobs, controlling the wire feed speed and voltage and a single button that allows for easy process selection. Right now on our podcast, we have an exclusive promo code for listeners. This will get you 15% off the PowerMig 140MP and it is valid at store.lincolnelectric.com. The code is WELDPOD15, W-E-L-D-P-O-D-15. Yeah. So here's the thing that I think that we should address because I think that it's actually a benefit. And I understand that some people can see it as trying to sell them something, but that's really never what we do, to be honest. So explain that like from your perspective. So like, as far as like getting a new machine in and it's new technology and presenting it like for that reason and not to sell people like try and like cover that because 
I mean, we see those comments, guys. We, we, we see all the comments. We read them. We're paying attention. We hear yeah. you. But that's Definitely. not what we're trying to do. We're not trying to give you a hard sell. We're trying to show right. you what is available so right. that if you need to buy a new welder, you can literally pull up a YouTube video and see like, right. oh, yeah, that, that video came out. Let's look at that machine. Right. Maybe I want to buy that. Exactly. Well, it's, it's funny because the audience – if they can already tell, I'm no kind of salesman. So, and what I'm really, my point is I'm trying to get across to them is just the process that I'm using at the time, because there's so many different processes and, and uh, adjustments on the machine that you could talk about, but we could sit there for an hour and that, that to me would be the sales pitch. Yeah. So I really, don't want to act like I'm selling anything and I'm not selling anything. No, we're not. I just, I'm just trying to get a point across to where, you know, the perimeters on the process that I'm using, you know, if I'm welding something thick or I'm welding something thin or I'm welding something thin to thick that, you know, this is how I do it. This is the perimeters that I use and this is how it's welded, you know? So yeah, uh, I see a lot of them comments and a lot of them are rude. They're not, I can't say rude, but they're negative. And if, if you've noticed already, I, I short comment a lot of things and I'm only there to really comment on the, the positive things because yeah. um, I don't really have a lot of time to, to, to mess with the negative part of things. Yeah, the that could go, yeah. That could go on and on and on. And, and that's not me anyways, but that's why I don't really reply much to any negative comments. So, but I do take it in, you know, respect to make things better with the, with the, with the negative content, you know, uh, negative comments. So it's not that they're not read. I just might not reply to them. Yeah. So how do you feel about, so we were talking about this a little bit ago that being that you're in a position where you get to, you know, make these YouTube how to videos, help educate people on different processes, what settings you would use on the machine and why some benefits of being in your position at weld.com is that you do get to see a variety of machines and you do get to see the latest technology as it comes out. So you and Andrew actually got a new camera, right? We did. We did get the new camera and um, I'm, I'm not sure. Andrew, 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 how can I say this and, and being politically correct? I think they sent us the wrong camera. He thought they sent us the Pixie. He didn't. Yeah, so. No, it's yeah. the right camera, I swear. Yeah, so. There was yeah. a black and white one and there was a color one and we right. thought we were going to get the color one. Right. But, so he said that it, he's talking to them about it and right. I know that you guys have only, you know, got to play around with it just for a couple of days. It, yeah, it was fun. In fact, um, we were filming Paul Brown yesterday and um, me and him got to work together a lot on the camera and really got some good angles and some good shots. And yeah. um, it really improved a lot because we only, me and Andrew only messed with it for one day for a couple of hours. And um, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of better to bounce off. It's like Paul Brown. I, I tease Paul Brown and I call him Paul E. I call him Paul E. Brown. And he goes, well, my, my, middle, my middle initial's not E. And I said, well, it is here. And he goes, well, what's that mean? I said, encyclopedia. 
So he, he kind of got a kick out of that. He goes, no, nah, don't call me Paul Egan Cyclopedia. I said, well, you got to come up with another name because there can't be, it can't be the Paul and Paul show. Yeah. So we got some different angles and some, he threw in some ideas and we both put our head together and um, got some really neat, good shots yesterday of him just um, doing the inverter versus a uh, transformer video. Nice. So um, of course that'll be coming out here, you know, in the next month or so. So what are your favorite types of videos or projects that you have done like over the past several months? Like since you started being a co-host, what has been like your favorite? Well, me and me and me and Frank and Fab hit it off really good. Bob's a great guy. I talk to him when I'm not not at work and not about work, you know. And um that that barbecue was a pretty good that was a good video. We had fun doing it. I knew you guys would love that. I'm really, I was so happy with how it turned out and I could tell you guys were having a ball doing it. It was, it was fun. So you think that you guys just get along really well and that I remember whenever, can you remember this? Whenever I was down in Florida and it was his first time that he came and remember like he was so excited to like just be there and be a fly on the wall and we were like oh no you're gonna like get in this video and he's putting the microphone on (laughs) yeah and he's like what you want me to get in the video and we're like yeah we're gonna go get you a release form and you know you're gonna go in there and then remember he couldn't weld that day remember because we couldn't do his paperwork and then he had to come Uh back but then after that he was almost like so awkward like but he was like funny because remember he yeah. just had this weird sense of humor and he would make like those corny jokes and he was like yeah. standing there like ricky bobby he's like what do i do with my hands and we're like really like just, <laughs> just put them down but yeah. i know that you guys have a really good time and i know that sometimes that's hard to come across in the videos right. so let's talk about so these videos that we usually have on YouTube are around 10 minutes, give or take a little more, a little less. Right. How long of filming did you guys do for that barbecue smoker video? And I don't even know if I want to put this on, on a podcast, but we probably got two and a half days filming in that thing. Yeah. No, that's okay to say, because I think that people don't realize. A lot of people think that you just go straight through. Well, the thing about it was, it's just like, it was at least two and a half, three days of filming. And um, besides me painting it, you know what I'm saying? And and, and just all the little detail stuff that, that, you know, that we might not have shown, Mm -hmm. you know? So I worked on that thing for at least three days. Yeah. But... I mean, it came out good. It works great. Yeah. Um, it was fun. <clears throat> but, I mean, like Andrew, Andrew does a good job, and, and he gets more content that he needs. And um, he's got three cameras on us, you know what I'm saying? So he's got three angles. So um, a lot of people don't realize, you know, when they get behind the camera, that it looks, it looks really easy when you're watching videos. But until you actually sit behind the camera and then have to, you know, participate and to make everything look right, you know? Yeah. So it's, 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 it's a lot, very challenging that a lot of people don't see behind the scene 
like um like Nick, the winner of the the, the contest. Mm-hmm. You can see he's a bubbly little fella. He's hopping around and all that, and he just, just like he said in the in the video, man. He goes, "I folded," because when it come time to weld, weld in the mirror, he's like, "Man," and he came down from Michigan. So as soon as he got here, he was sweating bullets when I picked him up in the motel room. He goes, "Man," <laughs> I said, "I said, man, welcome to Florida." So <laughs> when we got him in the shop, welding a little bit, and then we gave him that that. Uh, I mean, that Lincoln jacket is a great jacket. Don't get me wrong. But it's like a minus 10 degree jacket, you know? Yeah. So we got him welding with that jacket on. And he's he's just pouring sweat. He couldn't drink enough water that day. <laughs> and not that it was funny, but he and he kept looking at me. He goes, man, he goes, I don't know how you do it. Yeah. I said, it's, it's not as easy as it looks. And everybody thinks, you know. And then, you know, these people, the comments and all that stuff. And I don't, just like I said, I don't pay much attention to the negative stuff I don't have time for that yeah I felt like I was gonna pass out whenever Chris was down there and we were like all together remember he wanted to film that thing for his school and and you guys and I was like Paul you go in there and you're like oh no no if you're if I had to go you have to go and you guys put that mic pack on me and made me stand there I literally felt like I was gonna faint (laughs) really you felt the pressure on you huh (laughs) <laughs> yeah everybody's watching you yeah. and then you have oh, yeah. thing in your back pocket and then you're like wondering if the audio is good and then uh, andrew andrew in his you already know the clap how yeah, he holds his clap. hand he claps yeah. to start oh, yeah. and, stop. and then um yeah it's just a lot and you know you like try and get it in one take but then you then oh, he's yeah. like nope start it over nope oh, yeah. say that again And then you have to pause. So if you're talking and you mess up, you pause and then you start over. So then when he edits it, he can edit it together where it's like, sounds like the best, but, um, yeah, Yeah, it's the old clap, you know what I'm saying? He, the old clapper is what I laugh at him about. Yeah. But just like you saying, yeah, he'll make you do it two or three different times. Even if it is, even if it's a good one, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you know he's good at what he does. Just like you said, he he likes to get he likes to have a lot more content that he really actually needs. But then he then he has something to choose from. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's definitely a way longer process than I ever thought. Like from watching the videos because I've watched them for a fairly um, long period of time. Like from whenever YouTube the YouTube channel first started, I was watching Weld.com. Right. So that's like back in like 2011. You know. And yeah. I always wondered, I because it makes you think that they're so good, you know. Where you're like, wow. Oh, wow, they really like they really sounded so good, and it's just so much editing and stuff in the background. Right. So now let's share with everybody what's currently happening. Do you want to share about the new space? Oh man, I mean, I mean the doors open wide, wide open, because I mean they're knocking the wall down to, for the garage door to get to the other space next door they've already got the electrical hung on the walls for the filming wall they got the ac run and i mean it's coming along quick and then it's going to be a really nice lab you're going to be excited when you come down and seeing it i mean it's 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 going to be really nice i just don't know i don't know what i'm gonna do with all that stuff that i don't never use there and um i had a little conversation with Bess, and she said well maybe we can auction it or, or sell it off or I yeah. said it's either that or we can uh, 
you know, for the paid site members, we can do something with them, you know, give them a free MIG gun or a trivia question or, you know, something yeah, cool we could that do, you guys we could come up with. Yeah, we could do contests or giveaways or something like that. We're definitely yeah. talking about that kind of stuff. What about, um, is Mr. Sawbladehead, is he talking about making that um, desk still for in the new lab? Do you remember when you were talking about that? I talked to... I talked to Sean the other day and he didn't mention it because he was just there briefly, but that, that would be cool. But, um, quantum sent us that huge table. Yeah. I mean that, I don't know where I'm gonna put that. I, I hope it's on wheels because that thing is big. Yeah. It's like a five by 10 table. Yeah. I knew that was going to be really nice. I pushed for yeah. you guys to get that. That was actually something that we were not paid to do so for the record that was just something really super nice that we could use in the shop and it was the perfect timing where like they wanted to you know they were looking for somewhere you know to have it in a video so yeah unveiling it with the new with the new shop and everything will be really cool yeah, it'll look really nice. Yeah. And then you guys will have to take the banners down and go start that process over again. I think um, Beth's come up with a different idea. She's going to use a projection. Okay. I think that's what she said, projector or something for the for the sponsors on the wall. Okay, I'll keep so, the wall um, cleaner. Yeah, oh yeah. And I, I just, it's funny you just said that because I took all the banners down today so they can knock that wall through. So actually... You've been at the lab before. The filming wall. Yeah. Where all the banners hang. Yeah. So there's a big hole there right now. So uh, that's where the yeah. that's where the big door's gonna go. So we can get the uh, plasma cutting the Kioki machine and all that through there. Yeah. And it'll make it easier doing it since you don't have to take it all the way out and around the building, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so what is like the next video that um you're working on? I'm not sure yet. I was, we were doing, it might be the Gold Co, but I'm not sure. Or it's something that Bob's got coming up like the, we were going to do a revamp of the uh, TIG for beginners, like a more, like the mediocre class for, for uh, TIG welders or something. Like an intermediate? Like an intermediate. Yep, exactly. Or of course we have, you know what I'm saying? Just like, I love, I take care of all the hosts, try to keep them scheduled and everything. Um, Lynette's supposed to come back on the 21st and she's going to do that birdcage. Nice. So, and then we've got, of course, we got um, Titanium Ray. He come up with a Ferrari table that he wants to build or or cut out on the plasma table. And um, I just got information on it today. I didn't have a chance to look at it because I was busy. And um, we got a lot of stuff going on. Bob's got a lot of stuff coming up. And then, of course, we got Paul Brown coming back. So, I mean, we're, we're loaded up. So, which is good. overall, what would you say whenever you were first asked to do this and you, like, were thinking, like, I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to like this. I don't know if I'm going to want to be on video. And now looking back, now that you've done it and you are getting much better, per- like, I can tell you that personally. When I watch your videos, I know you're getting better. And I see, you know, people do respond well to that. Like, you're getting much better. You know, you're getting more confident in, like, what you're saying and everything. When you look back now, are you happy that, like, you stepped up to the plate and you took that leap? 
Sure, because, you know, it, it kind of breaks the monotony of the day, you know, that, you know, you film a couple of days a week. And then, you know, of course, I've got all the responsibility of the lab and all, and all the host, co-host and material and just everything to do with the lab is my responsibility and, the, and all the other co-hosts, except for the guys that you, like you take care of, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it is. I'm glad I did it because, um, you know, I'm getting a little bit older and, and I'm, I'm tired of traveling the road, which, you know, the money's good on the road, but there's not really much life on the road, you know, except for just work, you know? Yeah. So I'm kind of trying to transition myself down because I've never worked a 40 hour week until I came here, you know? Yeah. You're definitely, there are a lot of exciting ideas I know that we have like in the video section, like requests from the audience. Like if anybody listening, if you guys have specific ideas for videos that something you haven't seen or something that you feel like would be helpful or, or something that was done that you think that we could do better. Like let us know and you guys can reach out to us. You guys can always email us. It's just info at weld.com and you could just put like video idea in the subject line. And if you guys have ideas for videos, we always listen to those and read them. And we always try and incorporate those things into projects. One thing I want to ask you, Paul, is how do you think I'm trying to think how to ask this so whenever you're trying to teach something like a welding process like say like a vertical up you know you're trying to do like vertical up do you feel like it is easier to just do that on like a test coupon or do you feel like it's easier to explain it if you're doing it like on a project so that it's like more like real life simulation of like what you would really encounter it it, kind of both it depends on what you're trying to get across in the video but like you're saying um i feel both ways are good you know because sometimes in in a live actual position well that you're out in the field which you know we don't it's hard to it's it's hard to get field shots sometimes because of uh you know liabilities and, and stuff like that but um, I would say either way is a good way to get to, you know, good communication of, of, you know, giving good educational information to these people, you know, just stop and, you know, this is the way, you know, if you do, if you do it like this, you know, this is kind of outcome you're going to get. If you don't do it like this, you know, you know, just different, different variables and aspects of, uh, you know, your techniques and, the way you do things because every you know what every welder has a little different niche or a different technique on how they do something even though it still looks really good you know so you know to answer your question either way so we actually have some questions from instagram oh yeah one guy said, what kind of job do you recommend me getting straight out of welding school? Well, you know, <clears throat> it depends on what kind of options you have and, and where you live and, and what kind of industries are in that area. So um, I would, I mean, you're, you're fresh out of school. 
it depends on what you want to get into. You know, if you want to weld pipe or if you want to weld structural, you know, it's, um, and like I said, it depends on where you live and what industry you have the options, you know, to, to do. So like I'm saying, you know, it's, that's like a, that's like a wide question to answer. So I figured that was going to be, well, it's your, I wanted your opinion on it. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, everybody wants to get into the gravy, you know, the TIG welding and stuff and, yeah, you know, power plant work and, you know, or just if you can find something that, you know, at a shop, if you feel comfortable being at a shop eight, 10 hours a day, sitting on a bench or sitting on a chair, working off a bench, you know? So, you know, just like I said, it depends on, you know, the opportunities and the options that you have and where you live, or if you're willing to travel, you know. Another guy said, can you please do a video on 7016? I really want to see an open route done with this. 7016 is not really a common alloy. It's really not. Yeah. And then, and then an open route. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we can look 7016, at 7016, huh? Yeah, he said 7016. Huh. I'm pretty sure that's for structural steel. You already built the material rack, so we're going to have to think about that one. Right. See, that's the thing is um, I love to feel all these people's requests, but just like you know, um, sometimes the availability of the materials and, and the filler metal, all that is, uh, is not there, you know? And then this so, one is about torch settings for cutting material. What torch settings do I need to cut one-eighth thick steel, maybe thinner? We'd probably have to, what is he using? What kind of torch? Yeah, I was going to say, you got to use a double-lot tip with a small torch and it's like, you know, very low, probably 30 on the oxygen and, you know, nine on, on the uh, acetylene or something. Okay, and then... You know. But you know what? Something thin like that, I don't. I'd rather cut it with with a with something else. You know what I'm saying? Besides a torch, because you know, torch to me is really used for thicker metals. Yeah. And it, and it works great on thicker metals. So, you know, and, and then the thing about it is too is you know a lot of these people, like I call you know people that make stuff out of their garage a garage craft. You know what I'm saying? Because you made it out of the garage. So, you know, they're limited to you know what they have to work with. So, I mean, that, you know, there could be a couple correct answers for a couple of the uh, questions that they have about stuff like that. Yeah, it would depend on the application. Right. Like, it would yeah. depend. Is it, is it, is it, or he said a thick steel, but one eighth, I don't even know. Well, that eight, one eight, is eight, all over eight, the place. Eighth inch steel is, is like sheet metal to me, so. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't think you would need to use a torch. No. Best yeah, I, sites, I how about this one? Best sites or people to follow for people considering welding. So, best sites. Well, we're going to say weld.com, guys. Come on. Yeah. They got to give us better questions than this. Right. I already answered the how do I get some slaps. And then there was another one about wire that I don't know what it is. I found a girl on Instagram. Her name's Ashley Brown. Maybe she's related to Paul Brown. I don't know. She's from St. Pete's. 
and she's an yeah. artsy kind of welder and I just messaged her to see about her coming into the shop to um maybe come weld with you cool you know that's another thing I want to give a shout out to and um anybody that has any kind of talent that wants to come over to the shop or film their own stuff I encourage them to do it and you know because that's where you bounce off of them with ideas you know and different stuff and and you know it makes it really creative and then it then to me it, it doesn't make doesn't make well.com just like a uh like a paul show you know what i mean and and i don't want it i don't want to be the show show you know the, the big star of the, of the show because i'm not and i i just like to see different talent and what their uh ideas are and just kind of pick their brain a little bit just talk with them and i, I think that's neat to me you know what i'm saying so and then of course you kind of toss information back and forth with questions about, you know, how would you do this or how would you do that? Or why would you do it? Or why would you use this gas or how can you can't use that gas and just different topics to talk about. So I really encourage, you know, you know, different talent coming in as co-host or just, you know, filming their own stuff. Yeah. And I'm um, kicking sure. that around a lot, you know, that way we have a variety of, of different things and it's not just focused on, one thing you know yeah we try whenever we talk to anybody that we bring on board we try and make it like very well-rounded so we look for people who are in even with our instructors and advisors we pay attention to where they're from so we actually just brought one on from Canada which is going to be really nice because he can bring in that CWB aspect from Canada not just looking it up he actually like lives it he's an instructor up there and then whenever we talk to people in interviews that are interested in working with us we ask them their background and I like to know what did they do before they were an instructor too, like pipe welding, um, agricultural stuff, you know, maintenance and repair. Is it pipe welding? Were they like out working on a rig or what were they doing? Because we have holes still, you know, and then Jeff, you know, with like the um, sanitary process piping and the automotive stuff, there are still some gaps like for, what we're looking for so if you think that you do something out of the ordinary we would definitely be interested in talking to you and by all means if you want to share your story you're more than welcome to be a guest on the podcast as well because that's what this platform is here for is for people to share their stories and you know help others in the community to get to where they're going so that leads me into Um, The last thing that I want to talk to you about, Paul, I want to talk to you about like what, so other than making YouTube videos behind the scenes, you know, people reach out to us and ask us stuff all the time about, Hey, I'm looking for a job. And then we do that. We help, we ask them where they're from. Where do you want to work? What do you want to do? What certs do you have? We have people message us. There was just a guy a couple of days ago that, he didn't know he was talking to me, I'm sure, because nobody knows who they're talking to on behind some of our social media. And he asked yeah. me how to do something. And I literally looked up one of our YouTube videos and I saw like how to do it. And I typed him back and then I sent the link to the video and he was like um, applying for a job and he had to do a specific weld test and he got the job. 
And I was, he like messaged me the next day, like, thanks a lot for, you know, replying and getting back to me and thanks, man. And I'm thinking like, (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome though. You know what I mean? Thanks man. But it made me feel good that I was like trying to help him. And then, you know, we're, you know, obviously the women side of the industry, I know you hear me talking to the women and, you know, making sure that like their voices are heard, but how do you feel? Like, what do you see, like, that we're doing, like, to help the community, the wellness well, community? Well, I mean, first off, we're, we're, trying, to, we're trying to educate them on, on just the welding aspect and different processes and just all kind of different projects. And, and I think that's very helpful. Um, I mean, a lot of people that do the stuff out of the garage, you know, they're limited to a lot of you know, a lot of equipment that they can't get or, you know, can't afford, of course. And I, I try to do things to where you can, you know what I'm saying? I know we, of course, we're well.com. We have equipment that people have donated to us and, and they give us to use to make videos with and stuff. So I kind of try to make it not so salesy, which I'm not a salesman, like I said earlier. Yeah. So, you know, the educational part and, and then, you know, the comments or the questions, you know, I try to answer and keep up with that, which is, I, I mean, that's ongoing. That'll, I'll, I'll never be able to answer everybody's question. But, um, you know, just like you said, you know, um, I reply a lot with people that, you know, hey, you know, that was a good video. They ask a question and I say, you know, or they're a beginner. And I just say, you know, you just keep watching them well.com videos and I'm sure they'll help you and you comment on them and stuff and and we'll try to get back with you and help you out as much as we can. So that's, you know. You know what we can also say though? How how did we meet Paul Brown? Paul Brown is always answering stuff. Like he always, like he always will say like what his feedback is. And to be honest with you, I will let all of you know, probably a couple months ago, he wrote us an email and it wasn't all rainbows. You know, he told us some stuff that we were doing wrong. He told us how we thought we could fix it. And he said, you know, sincerely just trying to help weld.com get better. And you know what we really noticed was it's one thing to just like say something and not care. He literally watches every video and always comments and he's so genuine and he like really appreciates like what we do as far as like the free how-to videos you know what I mean like and that people don't realize that it costs a lot of money to make the videos that we make for free but he literally helped us and whenever we finally got to have a conversation with him we we're like, wow, this guy is really smart. And he has a very different perspective because he was a photographer and he videos yeah. stuff and he has the welding experience and he's been watching for so long and he watches so many different things that his perspective was valuable. So we brought him on board and then he came and, you know, met with you and you guys get along great. Yeah. And I mean, people like that, we encourage people to, if you think that something could be better then tell us because you're not going to hurt our feelings. And if you want to help us to get better, then we're going to be able to pass that on. So you know how we say, Paul, I can't, I can't even 
I not say this, but you know, we're passing on the savings to the customers. <laughs> <laughs> But that's honestly it, because if you're going to help us, then you're going to help students who are just getting into welding and they're pulling up that video. And then Uh like, maybe there was like a stick welding video, but stuff could have been, we forgot to put something in. Okay. Let us know. We'll do a follow-up video so that, you know, whenever students watch that one, there's a thing that says, you know, watch this one next. So you guys just have to communicate anyone listening to the podcast. I know we have quite a few listeners now. If you guys have input about what we can do to be better, we're listening. You guys can email us, message us on any social media. Um, We're open to hearing it, you know, and if you say anybody specifically, you can reach out to them as well. Um, Paul, people can find you actually on Instagram. Paul made an Instagram. I was so proud of him. <laughs> it is <laughs> it is Sableski, S-A-B-L-E-S-K-I-P-A-U-L. He has two posts. Go follow him, like his posts. Um, don't DM him. He has a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> But um, I'm really happy that you got to come on the podcast, Paul, because I feel like this gets to give a little bit of background information about like behind the scenes and, you know, what it's been like for you so far. It it does. And I'm glad I had fun doing it. And uh, I'm sure we'll be doing many more. Yeah. Just like you said to the audience, you know, um, if you have any comments or suggestions or even want to join the talent here on on well.com, man, feel free. Get on that. Get on that website. And uh, fill out the form, and uh, I'm sure just like Jess will, Jess will read it and um, be in contact with you guys, you know? Yeah. So just, you know, a lot of people, they think, you know, you have a negative content com- or comment that it's going to hurt our feelings. I think it just makes us better. Not that I reply back to it, but I read it and just try to make, you know, try not to make that mistake again, you know? Yeah, because guess what, guys? So- there's a video coming out tomorrow with Mr. Sawbladehead, and he has long sleeves on. That's, does he? Yes, he does. He has he has PPE on. He has he literally is welding um, chains, and he shows right. his shop having doors open for ventilation. I'm so proud of him, right. and and also. For the record, it is a true DIY tomorrow. So you guys can um, eat that up. I said in the description, it says, okay, guys, this is a real DIY this time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we listen to everything. And then we have to come back, you know? Right. Come back stronger. All right. Well, that's all for this week's episode. And we will see you guys again, or we'll talk to you again next week.